I'm all man, lady. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside When we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than Fireflies Stay tuned, Mitty's got the grooviest news From books to TV, even movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose Even the superhero fight club will be usually lose So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features And either listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back As we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comic facts and wisecracks Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Ooh, I felt, I felt, it was kind of like a mix between that weird, like, beep you, that one you're like, you, you wouldn't let it go. The, uh, beep you. How I, so I married an axe murderer one. And yeah. then you had you, you had a little grit in there. It, it feels like it's, it's a twinge back. of gut. Well, you know, <laughs> a twinge of gut. <laughs> you know, oh, last man. week I was losing my voice a little bit, so it, it's good now. All right. Well, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new, the new news. news. <laughs> now I absolutely heard nude on that one, and I don't know which of you it was. <laughs> it was Huey. <laughs> All right, let me try that again. And that's where we talk about the news. The new news. That was a little mix of the old and the new. I don't know how I feel about that one. I kind of like the new one. One more time. And that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Better. If you can't tell, I'm stretching for time because we don't have a lot of the new news to talk about. (laughs) We've got news. We've got got, stories. We've got got all kinds of things. We've got some good news for the Fantastic Four. Haha, <laughs> wordplay. Hopefully you'll get that joke. <laughs> We've also got the Power Rangers coming to Netflix. Maybe that's clickbaity as hell. And even <laughs> though the comic industry is shutting down, it's still profitable. And that's weird. That's that's a real weird one. Uh, all right, let's let's get into the comics first. Let's actually talk about what Mauer just brought up because let's do like let's get the coronavirus update stuff out of the way what comics comicking their ass back to life yeah they're they're comicking their asses back to life that's true (laughs) (laughs) that's true so well the first thing is real quick and this is not really a shock but diamond has announced uh for long uh for a lot of its employees so a lot of employees unfortunately will be losing uh their jobs temporarily until all of this kind of blows over and people are safe to come back to work where uh, they are your keeping, source for this uh they, this is them this is uh, before this they is, released it kevin smith mm-hmm. read the letter they sent out to retailers on his podcast live did he really he did wow, wow. good well, for him because people were saying that diamond was going out of business and no he, and he was like no so he read the exact letter to try and clear everything up um he really is and i know we mentioned this before and it's kind of a touchy subject he is turning into the stanley type character of just kind of champion comics right now where Good. he is trying to keep everything afloat and talking positively and trying to calm down all the uh, anxiety but when this came out he read it alive uh, loud on his podcast and he's been doing a lot of live podcasts recently and streaming them to kind of keep people entertained so this news got out a lot faster uh, and more accurately than it probably did, but I think he forced the hand of Diamond for releasing this press release. 
Well, what we'll do is I'll put the full release in the show post if anybody actually wants to read it. But essentially, it's just saying what's going on with a lot of companies right now that a lot of employees are going to temporarily lose their jobs. They'll get them back as soon as everything uh, you know, blows over. Uh, they are still going to be paying for their uh, uh, one of their health uh, insurances. So either health, vision or dental. Um, it's in the again, it's in the, the post if you want to read it, but it's not shocking. Um, what is shocking, though, actually, Mauer, and I think I want to jump ahead to this is how it is that this is happening the the largest distributor of comics in uh, distributor of comics in the world uh, is going is going dark and yet the comics are still profitable how is that possible well you have to remember when all this happened it's shutting down in slow slow motion so the first two weeks of march um all the brick and mortar stores were open pretty much except for washington um and some places in california so a, a good chunk of books that were going out had already sold and they had a surge when people were trying to find things to do when they knew they were about to be locked away so there was a bunch of people going out and buying tons of books that were available that they might not normally have bought so if you were on the fence about reading say uh, black canary you know or a book like that you were buying it because you're like, this might be the last chance I get. I see the writing on the wall. And a lot of books were sold. So fast forward two weeks, Diamond goes down from there. And, you know, next month is probably when we're going to see the huge dip in comic book sales because they're not being delivered. But at right. least for this, there was an increase year over year. And more than likely, it was just because people that might not get out to the shop all the time bought books. People bought books they wouldn't normally. Uh, I know a lot of places were having deals on books, and I think this is all just to prep for the next few months. Well, for what I saw, uh, there was a couple couple things that stood out. Uh, one, that uh, mature books kind of stayed flat, but children's books went up a lot higher. So a lot more kid-friendly comics, because I guess parents just going to the comic shop, buying a multitude of different probably trade paperbacks and said, all right, like here. Here's what you're going to read for the next couple of weeks. Well, schools uh, went out first. So the first thing that happened was schools were shutting down. Um, two industries right now spiked up. Comic books for kids and video game sales. Nintendo well, video game sales. <laughs> no shot there. Nintendo <laughs> stock, I think, went up like 40 or 50%. Like, it was something ridiculous. They had a, It's just a huge spike. You look at them, they go up and down a little bit, and then this month it's just through the roof. What it looks like the two companies being affected the most by Diamond right now uh, is Image Comics and, uh, uh, not Dark Horse, Diamond, or no, uh, Dynamite. Dynamite and Image have exclusive deals with Diamond, so they can't get any books to anyone right now, where Marvel and DC have started going through some other smaller publishing companies, as well as Boom Studios, as well as uh, Dark Horse, so on and so forth. So that's also come up... Uh the rumor is that it leaked from Todd McFarlane, uh, but nobody can confirm it, that Image is looking at uh, getting out of their contract for this time from Diamond so that they can distribute their books since it's uh, extenuating circumstances uh, that you know the person they have the contract with is not distributing them and they're under contract to distribute. So we might see some Image books come out and they have different printers than... Uh, most of the comic shops do. They actually print up in Canada. So we'll see what happens. 
Uh, all right. So keeping on the coronavirus um, wave of news right now, the only other thing that we have relating to that uh, is the Jim Lee sketches that he's been auctioning off on eBay uh, to try and help comic book retailers. Um, so he's trying to raise a lot of money based just through his sketches alone to kind of float some shops that might go under due to what's happening. Uh, and we talked about this last week and there was a lot of really cool artwork that was presented, but a bunch of new sketches jumped on there and a couple other artists jumped on as well. So we have, uh, if you're listening to this, you have until 6:57 tonight to get an original sketch of grim Knight, which is amazing. If you look on our post, it's already there. Um, and then there's also a red death one. That one's going to be available until Thursday um, at 523. Very odd time. Uh, and then there's also two sketches from uh, one from Art Adams, um, who is he's doing it's a Wolverine picture, but he's known for uh, Cloak and Dagger, Web of Spider-Man, uh, Uncanny X-Men, Batman, so on and so forth. And then there's Raphael Albuquerque. Um, or uh, Albuquerque. <laughs> well, maybe I said that right. Oh, I butchered people's names. So um, anyway. The, uh, he's known for Action Comics 1000, All-Star Batman, but anyway, he did a, a really cool one of um, Phantasm uh, from, uh, what was that? The Batman movie. Remember what I'm talking about? Is the yeah. Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah, Phantasm, yeah. Yeah, so, and it's, having the other art styles on there is kind of cool, because like, you know Jim Lee's got a lot of harsh, strong lines where Raphael's is very uh, smudged and muted, which is really cool. It works really well, like the contrast is nice. Um, but yeah, that one's available on Wednesday until three o'clock. So if you're listening to this now, you have until 3 p.m. Uh, if that one's you're, you're interested in that one. And then uh, you have until Thursday at 950 to get um, the Wolverine from Art Adam. Uh, and then the last bit of comic book news to go over is Jim Starlin back in the news, which is awesome. Um, uh, anybody want to give me my quick Jim Starlin breakdown? Crazy, all crazy, silence. crazy guy. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy guy. That's all you got for Jim Starlin. No. Jim Starlin is he's the he's the god of the cosmos of Marvel. Yeah, he's uh, the Mister Infinity. Yes, he is Mister Infinity. <laughs> if there's a, there was ever a name, Mister Infinity is that. He's no. known. He created uh, Space Christ. He, yes, he did. He did create yes, he Space did. Christ. Yes, Space Christ. He, he did create Adam Warlock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, um, a long time ago, 2016, long time ago, <laughs> he, uh, he had a terrible accident that uh, hurt his hand. Uh, he used, he's a comic writer. He's also an artist, but he's, he's mostly known for his writing. Uh, but he had an original book that he worked on in the 80s called, uh, oh, it's something star. Why can't I think of the name? Uh, it is Dreadstar. Yes. Anyway, Dreadstar is not, it's not my kind of book. I like Cosmos-based books, but this is too Jim Starlin-y for me. Uh, it's the last survivor of the Milky Way traveling to other universes with a you know grab bag of crazy kooky characters. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, what the cool news about this is, is when he hurt his hand, he thought he wasn't going to ever be able to draw again. And this will be his return to not just writing, but art as well. He was saying how it, was, it used to annoy him that he it would take him seconds to write something it would take an artist a day and a half to do. So he's, he's happy that he can get back in there and start drawing as well. So he's going to be doing the pencils and the, um, the coloring for the book. And then he's got an anchor. That's really good. Uh, we have one more thing. Uh, if you want to help your local comic shops out, um, TKO, TKO Studios um, is sending money to local shops. And the way that they're doing this, if you go to their website and order one of their books, uh, they will send 50% of the sales to the comic shop and that's the same as they would if the comic shop was actually carrying their books. 
So the comic shop would make the same amount of money, and they don't even have to currently be a customer of TKO Studios. You just say, hey, this is my local shop, and they send the check there. Um, it's an indie studio that started off a cool way they distribute the books. So they release them in six book sets. So no matter what, you don't have to wait for other issues to come out. It's like binge reading. They give it in three different ways. You can do, download it digitally, individual issues, or a trade paperback. And they always have the first issue digitally free on their site. Um, but it's not your normal indie book. They have some big names. Garth Ennis is a writer on there. You know him from Preacher, The Boys, Hitman, Punisher. Uh, Josh Dysart, he's done Hellboy, Swamp Thing, Conan, Harbinger, and Bloodshot. And then Mike Weiss did uh, TV shows, Chicago PD, The Mentalist, and In Plain Sight, as well as big name artists, Dan McCade. He did a bunch of books that I read, the uh, Judge Dredd, Firefly. He did that Dawn of the Planet of the Apes book that was pretty popular, and uh, Felix Hergood's book, The Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, and then Steve Epting, who's done freaking everything. X-Factor, X-Men, Superman, Aquaman, Fantastic Four, New Avengers, uh, Ed Brubacker's Captain America run. So they've got some really big names doing these nice little indie books that you can buy. It's complete stories, six issues, and you're helping out your local shop without really having to do anything. All right. Well, that's that's our news. Thanks for uh, tuning into the Wednesday show. Past <laughs> <laughs> that, everything else is kind of like I don't know. Let's let's try and find something to talk about. So, um, first off, Baby Huey, since you're here and you're the only one who seems to know anything about this, what's up with Power Rangers getting animated? Uh, possible. <laughs> what do you so, mean? Uh, so, uh, Boom Studios has signed a two-year deal with Netflix, and there's been rumor for the last couple years that that there might be a Power Rangers animated show. Uh, so this uh, two-year deal is for live action and animated. So that's just adding fuel to the fire that a, a Power Rangers show might be coming. And the reason that is because Boom Studios does the Power Rangers comic. All right. So it's, I bet you it's for other things. It, it, the coolest thing they could do is a Power Ranger animated show. With the original I, actors? That would be awesome. Oh, that would be, that would so be awesome. Cool. That would be so cool. That's not what they're, they're, I guarantee you it's going to be something like Lumberjanes, some of their other popular books that they can turn into like kooky live action. Because that's what Netflix's bread and butter is as far as comic books are concerned. They're going for, you know, the Lock and Key, Umbrella Academy, Daybreakers. I mean, the comic shows that they have gone for are not your traditional comics. So More substance, less flash. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what they do. Because like Power Rangers is by far Boom Studios' number one seller, like unquestionably. Uh, right, but, and it was, I would definitely say I'm doing doing something animated then. But I feel that. like they wouldn't they have to partner with Saban. Saban not, no longer not Saban no, ha Hasbro. Hasbro. So they have ha to to do it though. They'd have to partner with Hasbro, not Boom, right? Well, Boom has the comic book rights, so but that's not it, the TV rights. That's not the TV rights. So it, uh, this is all going to depend on how much of the rights they purchased we don't know if they purchased all the rights up front for every medium uh, which well they purchased they definitely purchased movie rights tv rights and toy rights uh hasbro did so I just i'm not talking know. about hasbro i'm talking about boom ah so right now it's going to be more than likely that boom is going to use things that they own which is probably not power rangers because hasbro is uh how should we say this not going to give some of the money up for free 
And if they know that they can do it, they're just going to go to Netflix directly. That's what I mean. It's hard. It's hard for me to think that Boom has leverage with Power Rangers. But I mean, look, the rumors there. It would be exciting if it happens. I doubt it, though. Um, so moving on, I, w- I actually want to pass this one to Features. And the reason why is that he's going to be annoyed that I'm passing this one to him because he really, really hated her character on, <laughs> on Daredevil and on Punisher. Uh, but I want to talk about Karen Page for a second. But more importantly, er, uh, I want to talk about Deborah Ann Wall for a moment. Uh, Who? Features. What's, what's been going on with Deborah? Um, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I have I haven't seen nor hide or hair of her, and I think that's probably what's what's going on. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> she, that's pretty good. She uh, recently came out stating that she it's been hard for her to find work ever since Daredevil, and she's not sure, you know, if whether it's had something to do with Marvel or just you know her luck of getting work in the industry. Yeah. She did, um, Joe Casada's morning podcast thing, like his YouTube show thing. You ever see that? The morning coffee with Joe or something like that. Um, and he, he does Joe Casada, the former editor in chief of Marvel. He used to, I mean, he does a Marvel YouTube video, a uh, YouTube show and he had her on and she got very uh, emotional during it, talking about how it was the best experience that she's had and that she's worried about, who what her value is now that she hasn't received any other acting jobs since let's remember one thing she's Mm -hmm. an actress so she could appear very very emotional and it just be a shtick to get her name out there and get people talking because right now she has no project in the works and we're all locked down so it's her name when you watch the interview though i don't think it was her trying to you know trick people into caring about her I just think she got, she just opened up. I mean, look, everybody has self-value worries. Well, maybe not Maurer, but most people have self-value worries. (laughs) Most people worry about their own self-value and what, you know, if they're valued or how they're valued or in what ways they're valued. By other people. Because, right, by other people. Uh, Well, no, not necessarily. Like her whole thing is, is if I'm an actor and I'm not acting, how am I valuable? You learn to act better. (laughs) I think she's a great actress. I think she was a great Karen Page. Whether or not Karen Page was your favorite character or not, or if you didn't like Karen Page or how she was represented in the show, her acting chops were great. She was phenomenal. Yeah, she was better than what she was in True Blood. I loved her in True Blood. She was great in True Blood. She played the 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 best like preteen vampire there was. (laughs) Like that's what she was. She like didn't know how to deal with being a vampire, and she got all rebellious. You know. She, was like, she get royalties from these shows at all? No, I, I doubt it. Mm. I doubt it. But Vincent D'Onofrio came out in support of her, as did John Bernthal, saying how great she is as an actress. And she really is. I mean, I, I would love to see her in more projects. I mean, she tricked you to think that uh, she uh, doesn't think she's getting an acting job again. Oh, she'll absolutely It's convenient get that uh, the countdown's under, what is it, under a year and a half? For Marvel to regain the rights back to the Netflix characters, her name's well, starting dude, to come back. She hasn't done anything since Punisher season one. It's a while. Maybe Huey, find out when, when did Punisher season one come out? She hasn't well, she done anything th- since then. She was in season three of Daredevil. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Season. So when was that? When was season? When did season three come out? 
uh, probably two years ago. I'll double check. Uh, not working for two years. That'll, that'll get you in your head. <laughs> okay. All right. I want to ask you guys this about She was about just her. in a TV show, did six episodes of Relics and Rarities. Isn't that what? her internet? Isn't that her internet show? Oh, she has an internet show. Yeah, I think that's her internet show. Well, maybe she—it's she, either th- that or something about Dungeons and Dragons board games or something like that. I forget. That's what it looks like. That show was okay. So that was her show. October nineteenth, uh, twenty eighteen is when season three dropped. All right. So yeah, two years. Two years without work. That'll that'll get to you. <laughs> that'll get to you. Um, right. So yeah, I hope to see you in something else. We don't need to stick on this much longer. Uh, what'd you get? Did you guys watch the Saturday Night Live skit, the Ninja Turtles one? I did not. I, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Is it bad? It was, it's it's rough. It's the it's middle aged Ninja Turtles, uh, and like for example, Mikey and uh, Mikey and April are together, and they're fighting over custody of the kids because April doesn't love them anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Raph has a gambling addiction and is borrowing money from Leonardo, who's who's had enough of it, and he's sick of lending money to Raph. Uh, and Donnie has a growth on his spine, and he's and he's getting a call from the doctor on whether or not it's malignant. Uh, and <laughs> it, it's a really, especially the one with Donnie, because I think we've all been through that phone call waiting for results. Especially Baby Huey, he's he's gone through so many results checkups. <laughs> I'm clean. My gosh. <laughs> He looks down. That wasn't there yesterday. Yeah, that, <laughs> baby, I said bump and baby who and then I said spine and baby who he went. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's let's get into movies. What's going on with uh, Doctor Strange? Well, the worst kept secret in Marvel history is confirmed. I thought yeah, this right. was confirmed like six <laughs> months ago, but uh, guess who's going to be the director of uh, the Doctor Strange sequel? Alfred Hitchcock. You got Sam it. Raimi. They have the time stone. Alfred Hitchcock. Let's do this. <laughs> now that I would watch. Uh, but yeah, Sam Raimi is confirmed. He loved Doctor Strange as a kid. Um, so we'll see how he does. How it got confirmed, by the way, an off-the-cuff question about uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> being mentioned in Spider-Man 2 is how this got confirmed. <laughs> He just said it was like, my, yeah, Doctor Strange is like my fifth favorite hero, but who would have thought I'd get to make a Doctor Strange movie? <laughs> Such a weirdo. Aren't they all? Speaking of weirdos, let's talk about James Gunn. He's a super weirdo. And I love it. James um, Gunn is a phenomenal weirdo. But they're done filming already, right? They're in post-production, so they're not going to be delayed. It's just editing and special effects right now. You're talking about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Suicide Squad finished, uh, wrapped all production. Right now, all they're doing, they were smart enough to set up all the editing bays and pre-production stuff, or post-production, post-production. Uh, at home. So all of the editing bays were already set up in the editor's houses before this happened. He said, thank God for a studio with insight. Yeah, that's... Listen, Disney's in a bad place right now, so they were trying to make sure that everything got, got some money. All right, so uh, for some good news... We got For John Krasinski fans, John, well, John Krasinski's good news, some good news. You get, you get the joke from the beginning of why we said some good news for the Fantastic Four. Uh, apparently, rumor has it, he's been doing virtual meetings with Marvel on a multitude of projects, uh, but we also, but the rumor is for, uh, they're not sure if it's for directing or for acting. 
Um, but John Krasinski has been long rumored for, or fans have desired him to play Reed Reed. Reed, Reed, Reed ugh, let me try that again. Reed, Reed Richards, Richards for a while. Thank you. Thank you. That alliteration. Stan got me. Took, took years, but Stan got me. <laughs> this Who? was it. Stan the Man Lee? No. Who's Reed Richards? Oh, well, who's Reed Richards? I have to do a Reed Richards breakdown? Yeah. The, yes. fantastic, the stretchy guy from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Boom. The stretchy moving on. guy. <laughs> you ever have a stretch Armstrong as a child? That's him. Um, okay. So, uh, John Krasinski, people wanted John Krasinski to play him for a while. And he said uh, last March that he hasn't heard from anybody. He'd be willing to do it, but he has yet to hear from anybody at Marvel. And room, this rumor pops up, and then episode three of Some Good News happens, and he goes, this will be the closest I ever get to playing a superhero, and he then stops everything and looks at the camera for a second, all sneaky-like. I, <laughs> I, I, I see your game, John Krasinski, and I'm very excited about it. And he did the Quiet Place movie, right? He did. He's also Jim from The Office, if you've never seen The Office. I've never seen The Office. You've never seen The Office? No. I feel weird saying that to you. Um... Can I stick on the some good news with movies? Sure. We have the opportunity this Friday to watch That Thing You Do with oh. the cast of That Thing You Do. Oh, I'm a, so doing this. With a special guest rumored to appear. So Liv Tyler and all four of the Wonders are going to be streaming it together, watching it together, chatting it, and there might be an extra guest. I don't know who it might be associated with That Thing You Do. Who Rona has, Hanks? Is it going to be Rona Hanks? Um, Rona Hanks. <laughs> but all I know is I've cleared my schedule for Friday, and I'm going to be watching that movie, which for the, like, the 20th time in the past two weeks, um, but this time with The Wonders. And they're doing it to raise money to help uh, uh, charities, and it's just something that they wanted to do to give back. So uh, the friend of Fireside, Jonathan Sheck, um, has been doing a lot of live streaming recently, and he said he got a a good feedback from the stuff he's been doing, so he reached out to the guys, and he got the band back together. That's so good. I'm so excited for that. Did you see All the right. announcement video? Oh, absolutely. Dude, I tagged you in it. Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> like, minutes after that thing went up, there's a Fireside post on there. Just All it says is, dude, period, Mauer, period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little um, bit of a fan of that movie. It, it's, a, it's a joke we've made, not only to him, twice now, <laughs> Um, but it's a joke we've made at the end of every show for what, how long for four years? So yeah, yeah, we're all a little bit of a fan of that movie. Uh, features. What's up with Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle recently was in an interview talking about how he came to play Rhodey and what that conversation Terrence with Howard Studios looked tantrum? like. Man, forget Terrence Howard. Nobody wants to hear a uh, war machine going, what's going on with you, Iron Man? Nobody wants to hear Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> but um, in the interview, uh, <laughs> Don Cheadle states that um, he's pretty much, he's at his, his son's, was his son? I think his son's birthday yeah, party. Son's son's laser tag birthday party. Yeah, laser tag. And uh he gets a call from his agent. He goes, Hey, um, I've got these guys from Marvel Studios on the phone. They want to talk to you about this part. They want to lock you down and it'll, I think uh six, three or six, six movie deal. Role? Six picture deal. Six picture deal. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, <laughs> he's like, that'd be great, but what 
what does it entail? He's like, well, here's the thing. He's like, they're they're definitely considering you, um, but you got to give them a, a, a yes or no within the hour. He goes, well, I mean, I'm at my son's <laughs> laser tag event for his birthday. And they, go, and they go, oh, oh, we're sorry. Two hours. Make it two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to make a decision that would, that would span the next 10 years, 10 to 12 years of his life in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not bad. Do you imagine all the phone calls he made in those two hours? He called everybody. Dude, should I do it? <laughs> well, uh, according to him, he, he went back to the event. Uh, he was shooting laser tag and he was talking with his wife and he was saying, he's like, I don't know what if I should do it. Uh, he's, he's, he's like, it's about six or six or 12 years out for a role that I, I don't know for a part in, I don't know how big of, 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 of a part or the, the words or the actor or the, the character. And she pretty much broke it down. She's like, well, I mean, think of the things you have done and what you want to do. Like this is a, a role that's spanning six different films. Um, it's all under one umbrella, blah, blah, yada, yada. All the things we know about Marvel movies now being all connected. And he goes, well, yeah. She's like, well, you know, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we got Black Rhodey. And now his contract is, is, is officially up. Black Rhodey? <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> I'm mad you caught that so late. <laughs> is it, it, it Black Rhodey? Hold on. <laughs> Am I missing something? That made, that made my brain explode. <laughs> no, just a really is, bad joke. Is there a white Rhodey? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a really bad joke. I got news for Huey. Hey, Huey, did you hey, see Mauer. Todd McFarlane's Kickstarter? For, for uh, Spawn? Yeah, so Spawn. The, the original Spawn action figure, he did a remade, uh, a remastered version of it, kind of like they're doing for the games right now. And he wanted to put it on Kickstarter because the way that they sell toys, there's not many stores that still sell the toys directly to those type of fans anymore. It used to be at like Sam Goody, FYE, and all of that. Um, so he decided to put it on Kickstarter so it can go right to the fans. Yes, he, he actually talked about that at uh, the last Toy Fair. And he wanted to do this Kickstarter. And the main thing is because the big box retailers like Walmart, Target, they have rules of how, how big the boxes can be and this and that. So he's like, I'm going to do it myself. I want to do it. We're doing it my way. Kickstarter. Let's do it. So the goal was $100,000. And he made the goal pretty quickly. How fast do you think he got $100,000? Two hours. A half, half hour? 14 minutes. Wow. Oh, so man. it's now been seven days. He's at $1.4 million. <laughs> wow. So there was a Go few Todd. different things that you could do. It was uh, the classic spawn, which was the red and white. The modern spawn, which is the black and white. And then an unpainted, like... Uh, spot version of the character. You could get them each individually, or you could get them with a signed nameplate that'll be displayed in front of it. Or you could do the three-piece set, which is all three of those and the nameplate. Well, hey, what are you guys gonna do? Another toy and around podcast when I get Soon. home. When you get home. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully soon. I was just listened to you talk. I was like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> um. So he hit that. They hit a million dollars. So he immediately said, hey, you know what? Everybody's getting an extra weapon with spawn and extra hands. Then from there, 
the people that bought the three packs are going to get three different heads that you can't get on the other two figures. Then they hit 1.2 and he said, you know what? I always hated <laughs> that they have these plastic chains on the small figures. So everybody's now going to get metal chains around his waist like they would do on the bigger figures. And it's still going. Like He's not capping anything. He's just going to produce whatever people order and that's it so there won't be any overage. So this has the chance of making you know, three, four, five million dollars on a single action figure. That's and terrible. he wants to do he wants to do the entire first wave eventually. Well, it, he should just do the same thing for the movie and call it a day. <laughs> I think that's he what should. this was. I think this was his getting his Kickstarter, you know, fan base together, seeing how they would respond. But with him not even doing it, wasn't even like you're getting that much from this toy in the Kickstarter and making, you know, one point four million dollars in seven days. If he wanted to raise $25 million or $30 million, whatever his budget was, for the movie, I'm sure he could do it. Look, Todd McFarlane does what he wants, so if he puts a Kickstarter out for the movie, he'll definitely hit it. He's definitely broken every rule his entire career. Yep. So, but that is our some good news for the week. <laughs> uh, hey, Menti. Mostly good news. Mostly good news. Do that thing. Uh, you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, if you like the show, do us a favor, like, comment, uh, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way, and we appreciate the support we've been given. I hope everybody out there is staying safe. I hope everyone out there is making smart decisions. Uh, I know this has been tough on everybody, and we appreciate everyone tuning in. I hope We hope you're enjoying our hodgepodge of a show on these computer screens. <laughs> We're getting better. Uh, we're getting better speaking, at it. We're getting better at this. Speaking of a hodgepodge for Friday. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here's a little teaser on, on what it is we're going to do for the Friday show. This is something new we're going to try. Uh, in in the, the vein of the Amalgama universe or um, what was it? Secret Warps. We were thinking if the, we took three random characters, merged them together, and then did a breakdown on what like what weird Frankenstein monster comes out of that. So like we were playing around earlier, just testing it out and baby Huey, who'd you get? Uh, I had gotten Superman, Iron Fist and Savage Dragon. So essentially baby Huey needs to create a character breakdown on a new character pulling from bits and pieces from Superman, Savage Brand Dragon and Iron Fist. So name, backstory, powers, hero or villain. And then, yeah, and then we'll see where we take it from there. Maybe even do a fight club for him. But um, that's the goal. So Friday's show is we're going to figure out three random characters. We're going to take a day to, to try and come up with an actual character, merging those three together. And then Friday, we'll see what we get. This should be fun. Awesome. <laughs> and then leave it in the comments what the name should be, because I don't have a name. Fireside Merger, maybe? Fireside Warps? Fireside something? I don't know. Fireside <laughs> don't Fusion. Know. Ooh. Alliteration that Stan would love. That's the one. Sorry, don't don't put it in the comments. That that <laughs> Bauer took that from you guys. That's it. Fireside Fusion's done and done. Listen, I'm our Cisco, damn it. <laughs> All right. On that note, deuces. You you're not gonna say as always. You you totally didn't do our outro. As always, you're Oh, John Menti, hey. <laughs> I'm features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to welcometofireside.com and just check out our shit. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces.
Excelsior. Oh, wait. Baby Huey was here. Hi, right, Baby Huey. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. What's going on? Bye. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> what's Dude, going deuces. On? Oh, what's yeah. going on? Baby Huey, hit, what's going on? What's going on? Hit the, hit the end button. Just, just hit the end. What's hit the end button. What's going All right, on? We're done. Turn it off. What's Goodbye. Going on? What's going See ya. Until next time. See you Friday. Beautiful barbershop. Beautiful barbershop. Beautiful barbershop. Beautiful barbershop.